0: Welcome to today's break time with the Welsh battered Mars bar himself Hugh Roberts and the English White Rose's finest like down Jamie Wade uh, hoping that it's going to be an interesting watch sort of watching a fat Welsh bloke and a moderately chubby English fella talk rubbish whilst trying to survive a lockdown Yeah, hopefully. It's uh, treated me well. What have we got Jamie Wade? What's in the can? Oh, I've got Pepsi Max with some uh, fella on the side of it pointing at you. If he wants you? If he wants you? Well, he had me once, and then he went to City, so we don't... Oh, oh it's Raheem Sterling. It's a bit like the old um, World War II posters, isn't it? You know, Lord well, Kitchener, yeah. we want you, I'm... World War Two, Coronavirus, World War II. At this time in this crisis, we've got <laughs> Raheem
1: Sterling. The depths we have sunk to.
0: Ah, oh, people have been Depth crawling here, around. And in the... The... Winston Churchill is crying as we speak.
1: Yeah. Apologies if there's any
0: outsider uh, interference. There's a, there's a small reptile in the room. Making quite a lot, of noise. So is that what we call children yeah. nowadays?
1: Yeah, she's currently setting out,
0: uh, setting out the plates on the newly cleaned sofa. So that. Oh, be... well, at least at yeah. least you know it'll be clean when you eat from them later on. So we've got a, we've got quite an action jam-packed uh, episode today, given it's yeah, our first an, one. an Action jam-packed one, lady. That's the one. Well, you know, sometimes it's a little bit of nervous, uh, nervous energy, coherent babbling. Yeah, I mean. I've got no pants on, so I'm not nervous as well, you? have also had a haircut that you look like you've done yourself as well, is that right? Yeah, don't tell Carrie that, she'll fucking kill you. Uh, oh, well, do you know what? I'm going for the, uh, the, the oh, outdated Amish slash Jesus slash Obi-Wan Kenobi's outgrown hair look. Yeah, I would, I would keep, I'll stick to that. Mine's
1: attempting to cover this double chin that I'm developing. <laughs> I've been developing well, it
0: since I was seven. It's, It's just sped up in the last uh, two months of it. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Just sped up with it. Right, what's on the agenda? We've got a a bit of sport from, what was it going on last night? UFC 249. UFC, there we go. We've got a bit of news on the Bundesliga as well. Some some team in Germany's gone and got itself coronavirus and now quarantined to stop them from playing. And uh, we've also got Boris Johnson's lockdown special summons. So everybody in the country is expected to be watching at 7pm tonight. Obviously already happened for you guys, but we're going to be looking at it and breaking it down and tell you what it means for you.
1: BJ's at 7,
0: folks. BJ at <laughs> 7. Right, so Boris obviously made his speech tonight and it was a bit of a lacklustre speech. Did you see it? Yeah, it was um, strange. it was a strange one. I, I particularly liked the focus on the, the R number. Yeah, the R number kept going up. It was a, a bit of, a, of a, an unusual speech in the fact that it kept going one way and then the other. Go to work, but don't. Go on public transport, but please don't. Go to work if you can, but don't if you can't. It's a bit, yeah. a bit I strange. I mean, he was looking at all the other countries and saying, oh, they've done all this very well, but we were one of the last countries to follow suit anyway.
1: Yeah, I mean,
0: from my from
1: my impression, it was, it was a case of use, using common sense. That was, that was the main takeaway I took from it. it's a fluid situation. Nobody actually knows really, really what's going on, you know, in the public eye at least. The only thing that was not said was, we're not
0: safe until there's a vaccine. That's the only thing yeah. to me that he didn't say. But I think that's what's on everybody's mind anyway. I mean, it was a bit of a, excuse the term, but it was a bit of shithousery, wasn't it really? It was pre-recorded. It wasn't a speech that you would see a politician do live. It, I think that was a bit poor. He's not said anything to Parliament. He's got that tomorrow. And I think he's opening himself up to a bit of criticism tomorrow night because he's taking questions from the public as well. So, yeah we we know we know how he's going to answer the public
1: questions don't we it's going to be the regurgitation of tonight it's going to be a regurgitation of what he says tomorrow and the the script that he's going on. I think, personally, that he has been pressured by the new Labour leader. Yeah, he Putting this statement out when maybe he's not ready. And I mean, there has been grumblings, I found, that the public are wanting a plan. But if we're not ready,
0: we're not ready. Well, I mean, you just have to look at that—the the 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 Twitter comments and the Instagram posts and everything about the girl promising nudes for Joris Johnson if uh, she's allowed to see her mates. Um, just look at Nicola Sturgeon; she was fuming today with uh, Boris Johnson changing the message, and then her only finding out what was going on in the speech through uh, looking at the papers. I mean, the other thing that we've been been revealed today is we've got this COVID alert system. I mean, what's the point oh. in that? I didn't see it's red or it's green. Yeah, Christ Almighty it's like being in the classroom isn't
1: it it yeah. really is how do you think you got on with this task morris are you ready you or what i don't see the
0: point i really don't it's just a bit of extra bureaucracy for bureaucracy's sake i mean we we all know that there's, there's this threat of coronavirus and it's going to get lower and lower or it's going to go up as the spikes and things like that but we don't need a national center to tell us that it's red five or it's, it's amber three it yeah. just is a bit pointless wasting of money i mean you look at what's going on we've got the care homes we've got the problems with the deaths they're not testing and tracing near enough people so what do they spend the money on a center to tell us how bad it is i would look on uh, any middle-aged woman's facebook account and that would tell me how bad it was oh karen's got the notifications up yeah. for this new covert alert yeah karen is all over it karen karen is wearing one set of gloves a day and one <laughs> mask continuously she's added the decimal points to the system as well no longer is it one to five it's one 1.5 two, 2.2 three all yeah. the way up to five now yeah and i mean one to between 0.5 and 0.9 there's nothing like a bit of accuracy is there uh well for the r I mean, let's look at what he announced. Wednesday, you're allowed to go for an unlimited exercise, which is brilliant. But he says, you can go and sit in the parks. Well, we're just going to get all those gatherings again, aren't we? Exactly, exactly. But I I find it
1: funny how people are sort of saying, you can go on more than one exercise a day. What that actually means is, we're not really policing or controlling what you do anyway, so we'll just let you do it and look like it's our idea.
0: Well, that brings up what we were talking about um, before. I mean, with the the, the Essex police, they're not even enforcing motoring offences at the minute because they they haven't got the capacity to do it. They're letting motorists off with speeding up to 20 miles per hour over the limit because they they haven't got the ability to deal with it. So, yeah, you bang on there. But he says he's increasing the fines. We'll see if that happens. Yeah. To be fair, to be fair, you know,
1: Increasing the fines, like to any normal person, you would think will deter them, but
0: the rules don't apply to a certain demographic in this country. And you usually find that demographic are the ones that avoid the fines as well. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Them who are perfectly capable of playing the system in many ways. And have been playing it for many years in most cases. Yes, in many Mm. generations.
0: But um, the other thing that was uh, big news was the the plan had dates on conditions. Now, I'm all up for a plan. I'm all up for giving dates. But I do think the British public are going to see this as, well, if it doesn't happen by those dates that have been announced, we've failed as a nation. Yeah, to me, I, I saw it as
1: he's setting himself, he's putting a target on his own back. He's setting himself up to fail because if these things don't happen on these certain dates, Karen will go and ask questions why you know they'll be like well well, why aren't we back you said you said and I think that's that's
0: a mixture I think of fear and
1: hope more than anything
0: yeah I mean obviously we're both teachers and there was there was there was noise made about schools obviously primary school kids could be going back as of June the 1st um, with reception year one year two and six Um, but whether that happens is all dependent on the five tests and can you honestly see the five tests happening in a way that is a positive outcome for us or not in all honesty not really no (laughs) so we're just pushing
1: back i'm 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 more concerned about the secondary school kids you know and them lot supposed to be going through these exams next year and are they going to get time to see their teacher and whatnot but judging by the complete lack of engagement since they've been home learning
0: i don't think that will be an issue
1: those who are
0: will do well yeah i saw a figure um about a week ago that said 75 percent of the nation's school children weren't engaging with uh, online learning or remote learning anymore that we've just given up with it and to be fair if you look back at when we were their age would you have done it no 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 you've got got your playstation you've got your your facebook tiktok videos that's the big one at the minute and things to do at home rather than sitting there and doing some online learning that was transferred from a classroom based activity to try and all of a sudden be a home-based activity it just doesn't work
1: yeah yeah, the, the 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 mad scramble to get these online resources ready is uh, is comical. I mean, genuinely, genuinely, I feel like school staff have done the best that the best that they could given.
0: They've done brilliantly,
1: but it ha- it hasn't been enough simply because we've never done it before, etc. You know all the usual. You people have said it a thousand times. I don't know how you say it again. You know, it's it's unprecedented. You know, the word of the the buzzword so far, but
0: yeah. Well, you just got to look at it. Unfortunately, we can't, we couldn't have been prepared. How are you meant to prepare an entire curriculum for home learning when the curriculum's ready to be based in a school? So the teachers have done fantastically well, and it's no slight on them that that the kids aren't engaging with it. But you've got to look at it. the The resources that we can create can only be so so good as as good as it can be. There's yeah. no teachers at home. If they're going to struggle, they're going to struggle, and that's what turns a lot of them off. The biggest, th- the
1: biggest thing that we've missed is the care home thing, though. The whole the deal with how bad the situation is, has been in the care
0: homes. I mean, he, he kind of glazed over it, didn't he, really? He mentioned that there was the epidemic in the care homes that needed to be under control, but he didn't say anything about how he was going to do it, why it's been so bad. and He didn't have, well... He didn't apologise for the lack of PPE, and he didn't apologise for the lack of clarity on the situation.
1: No, I mean, you, you, it takes one person to go over to Turkey and check if the PPE meets the criteria, doesn't it? But instead, he's just got buy them all. Buy them all. And then figure it out when it gets here. And it'll get here late, because that's what we do in Britain. But care homes, though, I feel uh, a lot of them in the private sector... Have their intentions in the wrong place, yeah. In terms of, in terms of upper management, that get the feeling that they'd rather line their pockets than actually, you know, pay staff well enough to want to risk lives and want to have, well, not want to have the PPE but to be able to give them the PPE needed, etc., to deal with it. And I think it's been brushed under the carpet and just forgotten about. Because there's been such a focus on public sector healthcare. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. How, how long will it be? How long will it be public sector for? Because let's let's face it, you know, after all this is said and done, if the people re- who are in power now remain in power, it's only a matter of time until it gets privatized. I don't. I don't, I don't see them reversing that decision.
0: I Can't see that myself either. But that's that's going massively off topic because we could talk about it for days. Yeah, we will. I mean, well, yeah, we will. There you go. Something to look forward to. I mean, if we summed it up, we've got five main, main points from, from, from his speech today. You know? If you can't work from home, you're expected to go to work unless your workplace is closed. You can have as many exercise uh, sessions as you want, but you've got to keep socially distant. The thing that made me laugh was that he was going to look at having team sports, but then he <laughs> goes, you can have team sports, but in your own household. Yeah. How the hell is that going to work? So it'll be like Robert's his wave cousins. What's,
1: what's, the, what's the deal there?
0: Yeah.
1: That, fam- yeah. that family with 22 kids at Balka would be all right.
0: Well, yeah, the octuplets that were born a couple of years ago, they're, they're sorted for the next couple of weeks. Yeah. Um, yeah. You've got uh, other schools and shops will uh, will possibly reopen June 1st. Um, restaurants and hospitality could be opening at the beginning of July, so you can look forward to your cheeky nando's and... A couple of other restaurant night out but as long as you've got your greenhouse to sit in like they're doing in uh, have you seen prague at the minute they're sitting greenhouses to begin their socially distance and of course we've got the new covid red amber green alert system of course. brilliant amazing
1: just just what we needed on a sunday night i tell you what i'm already feeling that the panic from members <laughs> of my family and members of my household of what are we going to do? <laughs> and I am getting a sense from a text that I received today from a childcare provider saying that they are basically wanting to open back up. Now, reading between the lines, I'm guessing that's because they're absolutely skint. Which is, right. well, the apart from
0: being dead, I would say the worst thing about this whole pandemic. Oh. Well, everybody talks about it, don't they? It's the economic uh, consequences as well as that the the actual health and well being. And I mean, Boris touched upon it, but the Conservatives are often slighted for putting the economy before health. But I have to say, it's a bit worrying to think that people are losing money. People are going to be hit very badly by this.
1: So, yeah.
0: be interesting to see uh, what happens. Yeah,
1: and my sort of closing sentiment on this would be I genuinely don't see how given the late start that we had on dealing with it how it could have been done in a much better way. Obviously there's there's various little improvements that could have been made and various things that people could have said here and there
0: but big, big picture how much more really could they do? Not much really, let's be honest i think people have been very very quick to criticise the government yes 30000 deaths is awful horrific and we should be asking questions when this crisis is over but we have reacted as quickly as possible as we could after our late start like you say yeah boris has had his ups and downs but i'll give it to him he's been ill to the point of almost dying and he's back on back on duty already and he's given it his best shot i'm not a Tory I'm a Labour supporter, but I will say to Boris, yeah, fair play. You've done yeah. as well as you can. Yeah. And I, I thought I thought it was
1: pretty in poor taste from Keir Starmer to come on and criticize
0: immediately, but let's be honest, it's his job. Yeah, he's got to he's yeah. the leader of the opposition. He's got to oppose what what the government said.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: So all, all I would like to see is you do something better, mate. You've been in the you've been in the job hardly any any amount of time. And in no
0: uncertain terms, you've come out, you know, giving it the big one. Yeah, I agree. I think my my closing thought on it is in World War Two there was a unity government, a coalition between Labour and Conservatives that worked together. We're not seeing that in this case now. And it we are at war against the virus. So be interesting to see how it how it plays out. Yeah. Something to look forward to. Football's back. It is. In but sometimes. not the British football. No, no. As always, the Germans are uh, ahead of the game. Yeah, of course they are, yeah. Why, why wouldn't they be? Well, they love it, don't they? So Bundesliga's back. Although, did you see the, uh, the news today? Uh, Paderborn or someone? Who was it? No, uh, actually, it's uh, Dynamo Dresden and their entire team, so they're a team in like League 2, so if you think about it, like the Championship, they're they're all in isolation, they're not allowed to go out, they're not allowed to play, they're not allowed to do anything for 14 days because a couple of them got coronavirus. Right, so they're going to miss out on some points there, aren't they? The, uh, (laughs) the,
1: The Preston of Germany.
0: Oh, shut up. North End are going to come back and uh, get promoted when uh, the champion restarts. I'll have you know. Speaking of uh, the teams of Germany being like the teams of Britain, there's been a couple of comparisons online recently about which team you should follow if you're a supporter. Oh, I there. saw
1: this. Yeah. Was it like so, yeah. Was it like a tree that you had to follow and it had questions on and whoever? Yeah, there's yeah, that. Yeah, and there's yeah also it was great.
0: Like, there's there's also like the direct comparisons. So obviously, if you're a Liverpool supporter, you've yeah. got to support Dortmund because of Jurgen's history. Um, yeah. And obviously, his his ties to it. If you're oh. a Manchester United fan, obviously you've got to support Bayern Munich because they're the glory supporters and things like that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. I did. I did so, think. Um. I did say on that on that tree on that you know like list that you could flowchart that you could go. Through. Yeah. If you actually, if you actually answer, I answer the questions as if I was trying to find the Liverpool of, the Liverpool of Germany, and it turned yeah, out yeah. to be Hamburg. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So it was, it was essentially, do you live on
0: past glory or live on well, former glory? Certainly does a fair bit of that. So I thought, well, I I better, better pick that one then. Well, at least we've got some football to look forward to and something for us to bet yeah. on with the accumulators again. I know, yeah, 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 indeed.
1: And speaking speaking of betting, there was live sports on the weekend just gone, you know. Uh,
0: uh, what was it? U- UFC? UFC 249, yeah. It was. I don't understand the numbers. What, what 249, oh. is that like the 249th fight or...? It's t- the 249th pay-per-view event. Ah, yeah. I heard that one of them got coronavirus and the fight got called off.
1: Yeah yeah that was a uh, Jacare Souza he um, he's a middleweight from Brazil and he was fighting American Uriah Hall who is oh, right. yeah who is apparently being paid even though he didn't fight which is good so yeah he they, they tested them and they weighed in and they faced off in front of each other and then he that was that would have been on Friday night and then he was
0: pulled out Shortly after, with uh, Corona. So he's been breathed on by a guy that's got coronavirus. So he's going to be prepping to go down with it next, then surely.
1: Yeah, maybe so. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think that the the, the testing and whatnot that the, that the UFC have done has been just from what I saw of the event, which is most of it, to be fair. Um, pretty good. That's good you know. to see. And I mean. There's been a lot of um, other sports league apparent, sports leagues apparently getting in contact with the UFC on what have you done? How do you get better? Blah blah blah, and they've got another event upcoming up on Wednesday, and their president Dana White was saying that by Wednesday they'll have more processes, they'll have learned from mistakes from last night, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So in the space of three or four days, they're hoping to have improved. So, yeah, that's good to
0: see. yeah, at least sport can continue. And I mean, it's great that even a fighter that hasn't fought is getting paid. I mean, you're basically seeing him being furloughed, yeah, yeah, and but with full pay. I don't know if he's going get, to get it all, but
1: he's been told he's going to be compensated. Um, and there was a case of must have been others in his, in his corner as well. So, you know, the team that go in, in between, yeah. etc. I think they will have caught it as well. So I don't know what they're going to be doing with that. To be fair, I don't know. But they—they um, they are a sports league without a union. So really, they have absolutely no like no leg to stand on. You know, they don't have the same thing as American football has over there. They don't have the same thing as the NBA, et cetera. So yeah. you know, they're they're independent contractors rather well, rather um, than employees. So to see that is good.
0: Well, let's just hope we get more and more sport back as the uh, months progress. One, I'm ready for the Premier League and Championship to be back. I can't wait for a yeah. Super Sunday. And um, the last segment
1: of the show, Any Other Business, um, is basically a segment where every week, or every week coming up, we will talk about something that gets on our nerves or grinds our gears. And uh, I've got quite a few stored up, but I think the most appropriate one for now and the most um, annoying one for me personally is the state of these lockdown trims.
0: I see you've done your own.
1: Yeah, yeah. I didn't do it. It wasn't me. It's not my fault. I can't take responsibility.
0: So who can take responsibility?
1: Um. A really, really nice lady that lives in this house.
0: So it wouldn't happen to be your other half that you're not going to throw under the bus at this moment?
1: No throwing under buses, definitely not. Definitely not.
0: So so you're saying everybody else's haircuts and trims are tragic, but yours is perfect. Mine
1: is spot on. if (laughs) If you are talking about a haircut from... Uh, 1943
0: East Berlin. Yeah, I mean, for people listening, I think we need to describe it. It looks like a cat has eaten a lot of carpet hair and then regurgitated it on your head and shaved the sides off.
1: Yeah, do do you know what the worst bit is? Instead of just shaving the whole thing, because I couldn't do that to myself, because I've spent the last six weeks moaning and whinging and just basically bad-mouthing everybody who's got uh, uh, a buzz cut the skin and skin. I thought so oh, what, yeah. what I'll do is I oh, can't be that hard can't be that hard I'll I'll get mine done like it I'll try and have a go properly and obviously I said I mentioned the fact that we were going to have a, a hair cutting session and the uh, the lovely the lovely better third of me said um, well you see I've done six months of a year's barbering course at college so if you just order some scissors and some thinning scissors and a set of clippers i can do it fine it'd be right good
0: yeah well it's oh. ended up um rather interestingly in fact it looks like one of these uh, you know the ends of a q-tip
1: yeah yeah that's what your head you, looks like thank you mate thank you i appreciate that brown yeah We stood, we honestly, because we had none of this gear in, looked on Amazon Prime to everything, everything temporarily out of stock, absolutely everything. So ended up having to queue at the Argos in Sainsbury's at half seven in the morning to go and get these clippers. I'm full of confidence thinking, like, this woman here, this woman that I love has thankfully done six months of a barbering course.
0: I mean, I've cut my own dad's hair. It's not
1: that fucking hard.
0: Well, I think the people of Britain are finding out today that actually hairdressers, barbers, they do have a bit of a talent. Otherwise, with a a bald skinhead or half a mop that looks like it's been used several times in some dirty water.
1: Yeah, thanks. There's no need to be racist, is there? Just clean water, it's fine.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Right. So, yours, yours is the bad trims and the uh, the awful haircuts, is that right?
1: Yeah, the terrible trims. I'm sure there's more, but that's, that's the most appropriate
0: one for now. Right, mine is, I love the clapping for the NHS. Let me be the first one to say that I will clap and I will bang the pots and I will stand at the back or front door and join in. The thing that's grinding my gears is that all of a sudden, every Thursday night, is turned into a Galatasaray versus Fenerbahce match with all the fireworks and the smoke bombs and the people dancing on the cars and screaming and shouting down the street at 9 o'clock at night, not just 8 o'clock, because they've got excited. Right, tell me you've seen it too.
1: Yeah, of course I've seen it. I mean, we, we <laughs> I probably shouldn't say this, but um, last Thursday we decided, oh, where can we go? Because nobody does the clapping on our street. There's probably one person that does it, one or two people that do it. So we thought, oh, where can we go to see the, to see the clapping? And we went to uh, we we went we went some place in town down the street and we had a, we had a we had a good laugh at all the clappers and the pots and panners, um, and I feel like I've I I've I've a right to uh, to be pretty pissed off at this as well, Jamie, because at eight o'clock at night I'm trying to get a one-year-old child to sleep.
0: Oh yeah,
1: I don't need pots and pans. I don't need I don't need Galatasaray versus Ferencváros. I need, I need <laughs> Red Star, Belgrade away.
0: <laughs> it just feels like when you're out on the street, the, the, the Third World War's either erupted or you're in the middle of the trenches and the second one never ended. Hitler's return. I mean, that's probably appropriate for May. Uh, May's sort of, like, obstacle to overcoming it. Hitler's uh, return.
1: I, I thought I thought you were going to say appropriate for of my haircut.
0: <laughs> well, you've got the tash, let's put it that way. You're not far off with the haircut either.
1: Yeah, so the uh, yeah, I would agree with you massively on, on the clapping.
0: Yeah, it's uh, irritating at best. <laughs> so that is what grinds our gears this episode. Who knows what might happen next week or next episode? You never know. With Hugh, he might come across a rat, or he might come across an animal that he dislikes, or he might find a new food stuff that's taken over his life. Yeah, I've got many an ex who I dislike,
1: they can be classic.
0: <laughs> and a lesbian as well. Is that right?
1: Yeah, now married to another woman, but we don't talk about her.
0: (laughs) Well, you always try to win her back, don't you?
1: Yeah, of course, yeah. That's my best efforts. I've got tits and a cock. I'm halfway there.
0: Right, that's it for today's episode of Break Time. Next Break Time, we'll be looking at some more BJ nonsense. Of course, that's Boris Johnson and his latest bamble Rambles. And we'll be looking at some more sport. Hopefully, if it returns, any uh, ideas on when that might be, Hugh? Um, latest thing I've heard today is that
1: June 1st for the Premier League but I don't know how much truth's in it but we're closing in on June 1st
0: apparently fantastic so hopefully some more information on those games that will either be played behind closed doors and televised or maybe a couple of supporters allowed in if you're really lucky so that's all we've got time for that was me the fat English bastard Jamie Wade
1: and me the fat Welsh fuck Hugh Roberts
0: (laughs) thank you for listening